Hello and welcome to Rappy Hour. I'm your host, Andrew Cameron, and this is our very first episode and we're so excited to have you. Just wanted to put this right in the beginning and apologize for any clipping or poor sounding audio that you may hear throughout this episode. It's our first one and we're still trying out some things, but we appreciate your patience and we look forward to having you on more episodes. Uh, Thanks and we hope you enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome. This is Rappy Hour, as we've said, the packaging podcast where we go over all things packaging. Um, I'm very excited to have our first guest today, Cliff. Uh, Cliff, you want to give a brief introduction to yourself? Sure. I'm Cliff Fitzgerald, and I'm a technical training manager here at Harpac Oma Packaging. Well, we really appreciate you coming on today. Do you mind giving uh, the audience just a brief view of uh, your role, kind of the day-to-day, and uh, what brought you to Harpac Oma? Sure, sure. I was looking for a new challenge, and, and this presented itself, and I thought it was perfect, and turns out I was right. Um, so uh, I come from a background in instructional design and, and training, and this was an opportunity to uh, apply instructional design to packaging machines, and um, I, I enjoy technical content. I work with a lot of field service technicians. I work with customers. Um, we we teach classes here in the Customer Experience Center as yep. well as our online academy. Awesome. Well, thanks, Cliff. I don't want to make you go through too much of the spiel, so I guess we'll just uh, jump right into things. So I guess the first question that I would ask is, um, what are the most effective ways for customers or anybody who owns packaging equipment, machinery, to get involved and start learning? Sure. Um, I can think of four ways to do it. Okay. Um, Interactive maintenance training and troubleshooting technology is more prevalent than ever with forward-thinking OEMs, Mm -hmm. and some have augmented reality or AR programs that can teach you what needs to be done to fix issues with your equipment, such as um, using 3D models uh, and interactive equipment like VR headsets, Microsoft HoloLens, for example, Mm -hmm. and personal devices like the Apple tablet. And these programs provide live feedback to ensure correct procedure and engaging with you to ensure the highest level of interactive learning and execution. The second way I can think of to learn is by exploring online training applications and academies your your OEM may offer. And these 24-7 self-paced learning modules can be accessed at any time and with any type of device. Um, They cover a broad range of topics. Uh, such as safety, operation, configuration, troubleshooting, and they give you step-by-step instructions for common maintenance and operation tech tasks. Um, Best of all, they include learning aids like uh, interactive quizzes and exams uh, to help you with retaining the material, and you can earn CEUs or continuing education units. The third way I can think of to learn is to inquire with your OEM about training available at their facility on your packaging equipment. Many host these types of hands-on events at their headquarters, and they use the same models of equipment that you have at your facility. There's no need to take your production equipment out of production, and you'll learn from the experts, and again, you'll receive CEUs or continuing education units. Um, So the final way I can think of of learning is to work with and have your team work with your OEM technician after installation. This orientation is essential 
and it will provide insights into live production systems, troubleshooting, and answer any questions you might have. Very cool. Thank you, Cliff. Um, I noticed you mentioned CEUs a few times. Do you mind uh, giving a brief explanation to somebody who's like me, a marketing person and not as familiar with uh, a lot of this, the lingo? Um, what's, the, what's the deal with CEUs and what, what do they give you? Absolutely. So CEUs are available for accredited adult learning programs like the training offered by advanced OEMs. Interesting. For example, um, for every 10 hours of training, you receive one CEU. And it becomes a permanent part of your training record. And that way, you can show off your learning accomplishments. Many companies consider CEUs for advancement and promotion. And the International Accreditors for Continuing Education and Training <laughs> thoroughly review these programs for policies, processes, um, training design, development, delivery, and certified quality to grant CEUs. Um, the number of CEUs you receive depends on which product line and the, the method you use to choose to learn. So, for example, for our systems, it might look like this. Our simplest uh, product is a, a stretch sealer, okay. and it takes about two hours to learn online. So you get 0.2 CEUs. Yeah. Um, for a tray sealer, it's quite a bit more involved. So that takes about 25 hours of online learning, and you get 2.5 CEUs. For a thermoformer, it's 32 hours, and you get 3.2 CEUs. And for a flow wrapper, it's about 10 hours, so you get one CEU. That's really interesting that um, the way these CEUs work. Is it something that you can apply to you know, a different company if you were to you know, be a specialized technician at one um, packaging company or manufacturer? Can you apply those skills and CEUs elsewhere? Absolutely. It's just proof that you've taken an accredited program and you've, you've successfully completed the program. And many uh, occupations require CEUs to oh, wow. um, continue their licenses, like nurses, engineers, mechanics, those types of professions. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, and I guess a follow-up question to that would be, what the benefit to these... Um, trainings are besides the fact that they're, you know, required for some uh, roles. Like if you're in a technical role um, working with um, manufacturing machines, why not just call service? You know, like why, why become the expert or try to go through all those hours of learning things like 30 hours to learn a TFS machine seems like quite a lot. Exactly. But the goal of training is to make your operators and maintenance technicians more self-sufficient and able to handle a variety of tasks on their own. Okay. So empowering your team with the knowledge and skills that they need to perform operating and maintenance tasks lowers the total cost of ownership of your packaging equipment. And rather than waiting for one of our field service technicians to arrive, your downtime will be minimized by performing more tasks yourself. A service contract can also save you money, but empowering your team with the knowledge and skills to be more self-sufficient is always a great idea. Mm -hmm. And when there's turnover on your team, that's when learning tools such as augmented reality, online academies, and on-site training help new members of your team to learn the packaging equipment and become proficient with a variety of tasks. And again, that lowers the total cost of your packaging equipment. It's really interesting that you say that, Cliff, and I think that it makes a lot more sense for somebody like me to understand it because I've never obtained a CEU before. Um, but you do mention a lot about, you know, learning and skills um, a little bit non-specifically, but 
do you think you could go into like, you know, some of the values and skills that, you know, a technician or person who takes a course would, you know, get out of a class? Sure, absolutely. So um, depending on the product, operators will learn to perform tasks such as daily startup, loading film, handling alarms, safely clearing jams, loading recipes, printed film registration, and preparation for sanitization. And again, depending on the product, maintenance technicians will learn uh, to perform tasks such as preventive maintenance, system lubrication, product changeover, handling sealing issues, troubleshooting vacuum leaks, changing the sealing tool, rebuilding the sealing tool, and recipe management. Hmm. Sounds like you got uh, a lot of stuff to be uh, considered about and think about when it comes to uh, what to learn. It sounds like there's kind of an endless amount of knowledge to pick up on this stuff. And I'm sure it's kind of like a learning curve where, you know, as you go through and learn more, there's always something else to discover, something else that you can, you know, refresh yourself on. Exactly. And do these CEUs expire at all? I was wondering that either. No, there's no expiration on them at all. Oh, very interesting. Okay. Um, So I guess as a follow-up to that question would be somebody who's recently graduated from school. um, School is not cheap anymore. And (laughs) Uh, it's not, not easy to obtain, uh, an education affordably. So when it comes to these CEUs and continuing education, how does that stack up compared to everything else? Is it going to be something that's going to really bleed your wallet dryer or? No, not at all. The cost effectiveness of these types of training will often depend on the complexity of the system, which you're learning. So for example, a year long subscription for 10 people on our simplest stretch wrapper machine is cost effective at $300 per person. It's not bad at all. Not, not bad. And this type of online training can be viewed unlimited times and is ideal when there's turnover and new team members require training. Machines like thermoforming, tray sealers, and flow wrappers are a bit more involved. And at times, there can be 100 different training modules for those systems. The cost for, again, a year-long subscription for 10 people can be about $800 per person. Uh, The live training can take place on site or at an OEM's facility. So for a day of custom training for up to eight technicians at a time Mm -hmm. is about $1,500 per day. But keep in mind that live training is an instant in time. So if there is turnover on your team, that new team member would need to take that training. Live operations and maintenance training on more involved machines, such as thermoformers, tray sealers, and flow wrappers, is typically three or four days long. You know so much about this stuff. I almost want to call you a professor. <laughs> you, have, you have a doctorate, right? I do have a doctorate, and I did teach at the college level. Dr. Cliff, I like it. <laughs> Thanks for the breakdown. Uh, so I guess to follow up on all this stuff, since we know now you know, what CEUs are, the benefit that it can bring to any organization. Um, Where do you see it going in the future, you know, as technology continues to evolve and as, you know, the standards that manufacturers are held to, you know, keep increasing? So packaging machines are getting smarter. And I know many of Harpac Ulma's packaging machines are connected and they keep track of overall equipment effectiveness called OEE. Okay. To monitor reasons for downtime so that it can be minimized. And will eventually monitor parameters and actually recommend or provide service even before the machine breaks down. Hmm. Um, In the future, our packaging machine may incorporate uh, artificial intelligence 
like um, G- chat GPT. Okay. Um, and so that they can self-adjust and maintain peak performance on their own. Mm. Um, but in the meantime, your best bet is to empower your team with the knowledge and skills they need to ensure your packaging machines perform at their best at the lowest possible cost. That's awesome. Sounds, I think that uh, at least me personally, with uh, being a marketing person and thinking about AI, I get a little scared, you know, knowing whether or not I could have a job. I don't think ChatGPT could uh, start a podcast necessarily. <laughs> But uh, it is crazy to think, and I don't think that there's, uh, I don't think there's a way in which you know people would ever be completely removed from the situation, and uh, you know who's to say for sure. But um, I think that people do play an integral part in you know actually going through and doing the maintenance or the fix or whatever it is that you're learning about with the machine. But absolutely, it's interesting to think how you know AI and other technologies could really evolve this space. Do you th- do you see it potentially ever going to like a zero downtime future at some point? Is it possible? That would be the goal. That'd be really cool to see. Mm. So when it comes to Parpac Olma, um, how would people learn about what we have? So they can go online. So, okay. They can go right to our website. Okay. And uh, that's parpacuma.com, parpac-uma.com. And they can go under service and they can pull down... Um, Harpac Ulma Packaging Academy. Okay. And you'll see a sample module there, and you'll see a list of all the courses and modules for each product line. Hmm. And I can even set up a 30-day free trial for your evaluation. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard that, folks. Cliff will give you a personal note uh, if you sign up or look in the courses and stuff. Um, I guess uh, another question that I did have, and I know that we're kind of getting towards the end of our, our time now, but uh, I did want to ask, like, what's some advice that you would give to any producer or manufacturer um, anywhere in the industrial B2B space, really? What's some advice that you would give in starting a course or, you know, something that you wish that you had done maybe a little differently when you had started things out for Harpac Ulma? Um, I, I just believe that knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And so the more you know, the better off you are. Hmm. Um, and, and not only, uh, you know, thinking, but also in doing. So our learning is very hands-on mm-hmm. and um, the, the more you can do in terms of uh, the maintenance and operations tasks, the more value, valuable you are to the company. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, works both ways. You know, the company sees value in their employees because they're investing in their own intelligence. And, exactly. you know, the person who's doing the trainings also feels more valued because they know that they're now specialized and have that capability. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Cliff, very insightful as always. Really appreciate you coming on and being my guinea pig for the first episode of our podcast. Uh, to anybody listening, I'm sorry if there's any uh, choppiness, uh, but we are... Um, Really excited to have this off the ground and to explore more in the packaging space. And um, Cliff, thanks again. Really appreciate you coming on. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. That is going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed. If you're looking for new episodes, we will be releasing every Thursday evening on your preferred streaming service, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Audible. If you have any questions or comments related to the podcast or just packaging in general, don't hesitate to reach out or connect with me, Andrew Cameron, on LinkedIn. Be sure to also connect with Harpak Olma on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter for updates on special release episodes 
general industry updates, and some behind-the-scenes content from our podcast that we'll be sharing. Thanks again for tuning in, and as always, stay curious, keep innovating, and we hope to see you on the next episode. Cheers! Cheers!